0: Hmm, to watch or not to watch? That is the question. The title does sound interesting and relevant. It describes a topic I would like to watch, but the thumbnail isn't very enticing or interesting. Has this ever happened to you? Well, stay tuned, because in this episode, number 2126, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be doing a deep dive into the subject of thumbnails when they answer the commonly asked question, why are good thumbnails on my video so important? On the CG Bros, CG Insider podcast.
1: Well, hello there. Thanks uh, for joining us for another CGI Insider Podcast, episode number 2126. In this podcast, we'll be answering the question, why is a good thumbnail so important, especially when relating to videos on YouTube? If you're uh, new to the podcast, welcome aboard, mate. And if you're returning, it's great to see you again. We got this question on our Ask Us Anything page by, uh, submitted by Greg L. from San Diego, California. I think I, I, think I know Greg. I think so, too. (laughs) Uh, Hey, thanks, Greg, for your great question. Um, I'm Sean Johnston, one of your hosts for today's podcast. And I'm Bill Johnston. And together, we're the CG Bros. By the end of this discussion today, you'll uh, probably know more than you wanted to know and why it's a great idea to make the best thumbnail and how to make the best thumbnail you can and what makes it important.
2: Yeah, And then we'll uh, tell you a little bit about how YouTube uh, see things, uh, uh, you know, regarding thumbnails and, you know, some of our tips and tricks that uh, you might want to know about. So you can get your video noticed uh, on YouTube and the ocean of videos out there. Um, you'll also learn about some of the tools and software that can help you you know, get the job done, you know, quickly and easily and correctly. And, um, you know, so why don't we, Sean, start out like Vince Lombardi, the greatest football coach ever, in my opinion, you know, this is a football. So let's talk about exactly what is a thumbnail.
1: This is a thumbnail. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, typically, uh, most people would probably understand what it is, but just in case you don't, uh, it's a still image that acts as the preview image for your video. Uh, especially on YouTube, um, it'll be an attention-grabbing thumbnail. can can get as many eyes on your content and, and gets an adi- initial reaction to it. And so, typically, it's just a hint um, about the context of your videos to try and give interest or uh, emotional. Um, uh, you know, emotional reaction out of the viewer to make them click on it. So that's kind of, um, in a nutshell, uh, what it is. Um, it's a teaser of your video, basically. If you look at yep. it in in a, yep. in
2: a in a one frame shot. Uh, very. You know, thumbnails are, in my opinion, are the most important aspect of of your videos uh, release strategy other than the content or the video itself. You know, it, it has to be a good video, of course, but, you know, and I'm, I'm being dead serious. And why do I say that? Well, you know, thumbnails uh, when you combine them with titles uh, are, are the biggest deciding factor in, you know, whether someone is, wants to click on your, uh, video or not, I mean, it's the thumbnail that, that attracts their attention and it, it it grabs their eye. Um, and while our discussion today will be about you know internet videos and outlets like YouTube and Vimeo in general, the principles are pretty much uh, you know applicable across the the entire entertainment spectrum. I mean, you basically want you know what is the thumbnail? It's 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 the movie poster for your video, basically. You know, if you think about it that way, that's that's how I look at it. it Great and, point. Uh, you know what do you see in a in a movie poster that's what you want to see in your video what what draws you what makes you want to go see that movie when you walk by that movie poster of coming movies um.
1: absolutely the um you know it's funny you, you mentioned movie posters and uh you know i think you know more more important today with with everybody going online and and watching uh most of their uh video content online um you know it's 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 more important now to, because of the fact that there's so many people that are vying for your attention. And there's, and you know, so many, for example, I mean, there's, you know- 30, And it's thousand. a visual,
2: it's a visual medium too. I mean, right. it's entirely, well, not entirely, but it's it's primarily a visual medium.
1: Right, and I know that, um, you know, on the on average in the United States, uh, you know, typical uh, American film releases are right around between average between seven and 800 films a year in the U.S. Um, last year, of course, um, because of COVID it it actually went down to around 329, but, um, you know, those films are trying to get your attention with obviously trailers and, and when you, but you, when you look at movie posters, you know, that you're getting a whole sense of the entire movie there just, you know, because they want to give you that interest as well. Um, and, and that's more important now because of YouTube with all of the 30,000 hours, um, uploaded basically every hour. You know, you've got all this content, and you're trying to. You've got this mass of uh, visual things, and you want to stand out. So, yeah, it's an
2: ocean of, vi- of videos. You know, it's how actually do you- more important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's probably bigger than the ocean, honestly.
1: And it, you know, and it's super also important because super also important because, um, you know, all those more than half of all the YouTube videos that that you're that people are viewing, all those videos are on mobile devices. So you've got to make sure you also take into consideration a thumbnail that can be read not only for you know what it what it is but also you know from from a small screen it has to be readable so you understand you want to click on that and the whole point is you want people to
2: click on your content so yes and and the interesting thing uh, about you know you know you were talking about YouTube and and they you know they have a a a way to automatically select a thumbnail and to your point about um you know, how, you know, movie, you know, when you see a movie poster, you're seeing the kind of the whole story. That's, that's the differentiator really between an automatically, you know, selected thumbnail. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. An automatically generated thumbnail that YouTube picks from, you know, a still frame from your video somewhere that it may not represent. And in most cases won't represent the, you know, the story that you've got or the, or, you know, represent the best, uh, the thumb, that the thumbnail can offer, you know, and that, that's why, you know, and to your point of uh, that's just really excellent that you brought that up. Um, you know, don't settle for, you know, a, a, an automatically generated thumbnail. You want to create a custom thumbnail uh, that, that, you know, that has purpose and, and, and is, is, you know, it tells the story of your video uh, basically in one frame. Yes. And, you know, to, to go
1: back to the point about the movie posters, which I thought was really interesting is if you, if you look at um, well if you're if you're an artist um, a lot of times what will happen is you'll you'll see um, certain things that you'll want to incorporate in there and there's there's uh, tried and true kind of templates if you, if you will of for example like in a lot of movie posters that you'd see you know the comedies tend to have a lot of white and red used in them so um, yeah, you know it, it just those things a lot of negative space and things like that. Um, thriller posters, a lot of times you'll see, you know, it's funny because over the decades, they pretty much have stayed the same, but then there's some new, new kind of twist that they put on them. But a lot of thriller posters have a lot of blue um, in them. If you notice uh, any of those, if you look at those uh, online, and then you've got those people, a lot of action running through it. So you'll see like somebody running. Um, and it's really interesting. Is is independent films or short films? A lot of times, because their marketing budgets are so much smaller than you know your big right, huge right. studios, they use a lot of yellow. So yeah, it's yeah. a cheap way to catch the eye. You know, it's funny. Um, there's a lot of those little things uh, in in the in the way that they market these movies um, to get your eye to be centered on the 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 um, the main person or the main conflict or whatever it is that's going on. Uh, it's really kind of neat to see how people actually create the movie posters. Um, I yes. Thought,
2: and, and, go ahead. and I was going to say, yeah, when you, you know, exactly, when you customize your own thumbnails, you know, you, to your point, you you want to make sure that you've got a strong, vibrant image that looks great, you know, to both large and small. And you want to make sure that it, that, that uh, it, it, it conveys, you know, the mood. And so that's where the colors come in. Um, you know and you're you're right about yellow um i think I think yellow is just just grabs your attention for some reason um,
1: yeah i I mean I have a tendency to to like to use it sometimes, but um you know just just so everybody knows um you know are are we experts on thumbnails not necessarily we we kind of have an information database we 're going by too, and so they're all it's constantly changing i mean there's certain things that are um, that we kind of are standards that you try and kind of follow, but then there's also times when you, you totally deviate. I mean, I've, I've actually been on YouTube and I've watched, um, uh, you know, things that like the tsunami videos, I, I don't know why I'm into weather and, tsunami, <laughs> and weather videos, but I like to watch tsunamis. I like to watch yeah. tornadoes and I totally get into them, but you don't see them actually using these, these techniques. Um, and there's a funny. There's another one I, I watch, which does kind of use this technique. Is um, there's a there's a there's a video? Holover uh, Inlet in in Miami uh, in Florida is a is a. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. Oh, it's interesting. I just started watching it on YouTube. It's funny. There's a bunch of guys who have set up their HD cameras in 60 frames a second, and they'll and the inlet for this particular where boats go in and out. Um, it tends to it runs into. Um, the out current going out and then the in current from the ocean coming in on this jetty. And it gets, at times it gets really, really, um, rough. And so you have these people coming in and out of that inlet, in their you know small boats.
2: Oh right, okay boats. now yeah. I, you should. And, yeah. and a lot of times
1: they'll bury the front of their boat and just um and then people will be launched off of the boat because they're trying to get through there to go out to the ocean.
2: Yeah, I think they have their spines compressed and oh, arms man. broken some, and all some, sorts. Some, oh of stuff.
1: yeah, pieces come off the boats. You know these really expensive boats and these yachts and and um, it's funny to see these people partiers going out there thinking oh and it's funny because that I I, I was on it, you know this I'm deviating a little bit but. From what we're what we're talking about, but so let me finish this one real quick. Uh,
2: it's funny. Well, it's, it's, it's sensational, right? I, I think, right. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's it's beautiful, but they're they use thumbnails that are usually you know a one boat in one single shot that's burying the front of it, you know. And there's water splashing all over, or they'll have a little circle around somebody that oh this person, and then flying them, in the air, yeah, this person, <laughs> uh, you know, haul over one this time or something like that. It's kind of it's kind of neat, um, but anyway.
2: Um, well, you know, th- and those are exceptions, and, and and yeah, if you can show something like you know exceptional or or amazing or just you know jaw dropping as part of your thumbnail, definitely do it. And I think you know th- those probably fall a little bit outside of, of the scope of what we're talking about, but 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 not not really. You just want something that engages the the the, the viewer to, right, to click like the, on your thumbnail.
1: Yeah, like a UFO, you'll see a UFO in black and white, and it's kind of grainy, but then they'll have a red circle around it. That's what I kind of mean by deviating a little bit from. we're talking about but yeah go ahead sorry
2: i was gonna say i I, you know when i'm looking through thumbnails i i often see a lot of uh thumbnails that use complementary colors and and that that's often uh eye-catching just because you know they're they're so offset from each other you know there's such a contrast between them um you know and uh it's funny you know we talked about yellow being you know eye grabbing it's it's statistically better uh than the other colors. I mean, they're just more clickable. Statistically, it's been proven. And So you're saying I, com,
1: go so you're saying com, complementary colors or colors that basically are just opposite
2: each other on in, on in the color in, in wheel, view yeah. and Color wheel. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. And, and and you know, this is I don't know if you knew this, but um, humans can perceive the color yellow uh, more than any other color. Um, it's because our the way our cones are are set up in our eyes, um, but basically it just makes yellow stand out more. Uh, and 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 you know, the wavelength of yellow light, um, you know, occurs in the, in the range that our eyes can, can really pull in. And, and so yellow seems to be the, the go-to color. And that's why I think a lot of food uh, commercials, you know, like uh, use yellow and, and, and light orange in their, in their uh, food ads as we, for that very reason. Yes. And, 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 that, and that's why, that's why school buses and taxis and caution signs are, are all yellow. That is fascinating. Huh? I didn't yeah. know that. That's, that's amazing um to know
1: um you know you know as they say a picture's worth uh, a thousand words right
2: and um, that's that's never truer here as right. far as so you just gotta you
1: gotta make that that thumbnail count and so a lot of times what we'll do in our thumbnails is we'll we'll make sure that there's a uh it, well if it's possible you know to, to have a, a face face that has uh you know human emotion expression on their uh close-up shots would be even better than that so A lot of times, like I said before, when you have your you're you're looking at things on a on a on a cell phone, um, and it's and it's like dark, or you you're showing you know parts of a of a house or something, and it's a it's a short story about a a, of a horror thing. You kind of want to don't want to have the house. You you want to make sure you're not giving away the story, but at the same time, you kind of want to have a teaser Uh. to make them think that something is going to happen. And a lot of times, you can do that with faces. That are expressing uh, expressing uh, you know strong emotions, um, fear, um, you know laughing, crying, those kind of things also make a really good thumbnail.
2: What do you think? Yeah, and, prefer- and preferably, yeah, to, uh, to you know, you want to use thumbnails that, that you're know, talking about close-up on faces. You know, we're uh, humans have evolved to uh, you know detect eye contact. You know, we we're very uh, sensitive to when someone's eye is contact making contact with our own eyes, and so if you can make your thumbnail with uh, you know, eye contact, or or even you know, it just makes it more eye, catch, eye catching. You know, to, to be punny, um, especially if if you can see the whites of of the people's eyes. That's you know, you've, you've seen that. Oh, don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. You know, that's that has a basis in fact. You know, when we can when we can see you know someone making eye contact with us, or a character making eye contact with us, and you can see the whites of their eyes, you can really tell where they're looking. Um, you know, and we as humans. Um, we communicate in a, uh, in, in a really in large part anyway, uh, by reading the emotional cues of the face. And we talked about this in in the, you know, the uncanny Valley, and uh, it's actually several points in several areas of our past podcasts, but you know, we're, we're trained to see these things. And, uh, you talked about sh- strong emotions. That's, that's another, you know, you see all these reaction videos. Oh, I react, you know, reaction to this and reaction to that. When you see someone's reaction, we're trained to want to know Oh my God, you know, what, why is that person feeling that, you know? Right. It gives that, that piques that curiosity,
1: right? Um, yeah. Viewers that makes them
2: want to see what caused that emotion. Yeah. What, 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 would cause them to feel that? What are they, you know, I want to know why they're feeling that, you know, and it peaks it their curiosity. So
1: it'd be, it'd be tough though. I mean, a lot of times, you know, as far as, um, you know, some of the short films that are on our channel, you've got like, uh, you know, minimalism or something like that, where you're trying to show something um, that doesn't have a lot of like characters, so that, that is a challenge, um, to
2: get a good thumbnail out of something like that. Right. Yes. And I, I've noticed, you know, a lot of people who have, who are like who specifically podcasts and, and other, you know, people are making a lot of content on YouTube, a lot of different video, uh, they, you know, to, to bring, you know, to your eye to the, you know, to track your eye, they use it like a sunburst or a pinwheels, uh, uh, like to kind that. of, kind of, you know, sun rays to draw your eye uh, mm-hmm. back to, to like, i say a, a vanishing point or something where, you know, it, direct, it basically directs you directs your eye around this, the screen. It's it's pretty effective for, you know, techniques to use. It's kind of like uh, backlighting, getting, right? Yeah. Very, very, very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the,
1: I, I do like those. Um, and, you know, obviously the different colors where you have, like we took, talked, talked about earlier with complementary a lot of blues and oranges, um, a lot of times you'll see, you'll see a lot of uh, thumbnails now using, um, you know, a, a kind of a, a blue hue around the entire character. And then all of a sudden you've got fire or, or, or a bright orange in one spot kind of draws your eye into that, into that, um, into that picture, that image.
2: Yeah, definitely contrast. you know, that contrast and, and, you know, the outlines of things the bright outlines of, of things really, really draw your eye in. Um, definitely don't know- use muted colors. Muted is, is, is really bad. No, no, you probably want to keep it brighter. Uh, generally speaking, you want a brighter thumbnail than a darker thumbnail because, you know, just darker images are just harder to, to you know, make out with what's going on. Uh, you know, if they don't have, especially if they don't have a lot of contrast in it, you don't, it just looks kind of muddy and, and you're not, you're not sure what it's supposed to be. And and I, I definitely don't click on those thumbnails.
1: Well, what do you think about like um, the rule of thirds? What do you think about that?
2: You know, it's, that's a, that's a, that's probably the most effective uh, tool that uh, there is out there, at least a technique to use. It's a, it's basically allows you to compose, uh, you know, the most interesting and dynamic uh, thumbnail images you can. It's, it's a principle that you know, helps you to frame uh, and, and get an interesting balance between, you know, the, the video. And and sometimes you're adding text to your thumbnails as well. And we, we didn't really t- touch on that, but we can talk about that a little bit uh, later if you want to, mm-hmm. but it's a way to balance your image. Uh, so uh, to build in drama to it, to, to, you know, give it that uh, capability to say a thousand words, you know, in one image, uh, if right. it's not co- composed properly, um, you know, if you put your your image at the bottom or the top or the left or the right, it really does make a difference when you're, when you're getting people to to uh, click on your image. There's, um, you know, and so what is the rule of thirds? It's it's ba- basically an imaginary tic-tac-toe board. Um, if you can imagine that, that, you can overlay on top of your image and break it up basically into nine equal squares. And where you place your images within this tic tac toe board uh, really makes a a big influence on on people's uh, on the overall composition and people's willingness to to look at it.
1: Yes, and it's interesting that you say that. The um, when you're looking at like say a photo a photographer, you go, why why can't my photos look like this photographer's? His look just so amazing. Well, he's using probably most likely the, the rule of thirds, especially if he's very you know, good at what he does. And it, it just, it's just a visual com- composition that's most pleasing to the eye. And so when you see it, it, it can, you know, there's a, there's a, um, you may, you're not realizing it, but you're actually, um, you know, that's why it's so appealing to you. Cause it, it, yeah. the, the, the human eye naturally gravitates to those, you know, four intersection points of, of those lines in a, in a photo or a poster or, and so it's, um, you know, there's a lot of there's a method to that, and actually, it's funny um, that, but well, not funny, but it's interesting that that actually has been around for quite a while. I mean, I, I believe it's it, it was, uh, I guess they they attribute it to the rule of thirds from an 18th century painter um, named John Thomas Smith, but uh, who knows if that's really true or not. But um,
2: and then there's also other things. Uh, so, what do you think about that? Well, you know, the four points that you mentioned, those are the strongest focal points, you know, where all the where the lines intersect. The lines themselves are the second strongest focal points, but those four points where all those where the lines intersect, where that tick-tock tick lines on the tic-tac toe board intersect, are the strongest ones. And which line or point you place your subject on make, does make a difference. I mean, there's a recipe, it's not not just what you what you think looks good. They they they've done actual studies on this where you know it, people it, you follow the order of, of people's eyes. Um, they they do eye tracking on computers to to and to figure this out actually. Um, you know uh, yes. when it, when in, uh, there's some basic rules to follow on, on this, and I, I don't, we won't go too too deeply into that. But basically, you know, if your subject is alone, like a person's face or something, the strongest position is on the left hand line. Um, and you know there there are definitely exceptions to these rules, but um you know that that's basically uh you can take that to the bank and and if a subject's not alone say um there is a hierarchy of quote image strength and and uh you know so a foreground image uh, foreground subject will obviously have more strength than a background you know character or something or or, or uh, you know subject um but um you know the bottom right for instance uh point is the strongest for when you have mo- like multiple people or 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 something like that or and the upper left is the weakest. So our eyes move in, from left to right, generally speaking, depending, you know, that's different in different cultures, but that, that's how it is in America.
1: Yes. And a lot of times you'll see that when you see videos actually, uh, you know, of, of uh, you know, let's say a starship or, or, you know, fighter, fighter space fighter, or, you know, you'll see them going from left to right across the screen. Um, majority of the time, it's very odd to see it the opposite. And when right. you're saying that that's, would you say that's a human reaction or would you say, you know, as a rule or would you say it's cultural or just
2: in the United States? Well, I mean, I, I think it's primarily, uh, well, i my, yes, my personal opinion, I think it's probably cultural. <laughs> I think it's cultural because yeah. there's certain, you know, we're trained to, to read from left to right and other countries are trained to read right to left or up, da, up to down or down mm-hmm. to up. It's, it's just, you know, it, it all, well, all depends. But I think, I think we're all as, as, you know, human creatures, mm-hmm. uh, we do you know, good composition looks good to all of us. So I think as long as you follow, follow the rule of thirds, you know, pretty closely, you're going to come up with a pretty nice thing, a uh, pretty nice composition. And, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned while we're talking about the rule of thirds, you um, to To make sure, you know, one of the other big biggies, and I think you just mentioned it, uh, covered it with the spaceships flying from left to right and the way mm-hmm. they're facing and whatever. That that's true for people too. If if someone's looking, you know, if you're if you've got a a portrait or, or a subject and they're looking to their left, their their body should be placed on the right of the frame because mm-hmm. you know give, it gives them a place to look to. You know, um, right. And there's also the you know with YouTube,
1: especially especially a lot of times they'll have they tell you not to put anything that's in the, the bottom right corner of your thumbnail. That's, that's important for somebody to see because um, they'll put an overlay. A lot of times YouTube will have, well, most of the time they'll have an overlay on there with either the time or something else. Um, and so that'll kind of mess up your thumbnail that, that way. But um, did you want to go on with your point? Or did you want me to go into, you know, what specifically kind of is good
2: th- thumbnails? Um, as far uh, as- you know, you, you, that's a, thanks. You asked, you just mentioned YouTube a little bit. I, I, I just wanted to, you know, touch a little bit on, you know, what YouTube, you know, uh, accepts as mm-hmm. good thumbnails. Um, you know, they just, just for you guys, just a quick, quick, some rules of thumb. If you're, if you get your videos on YouTube, um, you know, there are, there are things that can actually negatively impact your video, um, and keep it from getting, you know, viewers on YouTube. And, right. The and don'ts, the don'ts. Exactly. Right. And and I just want to cover those really quickly if that's sure. okay. Of course. Um, you know, YouTube doesn't like, um, deceiving or misleading thumbnails. It basically you know, if it's any kind of thumbnail that re- misrepresents the content of the video clickbait. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, 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 they don't like that. And, and, and honestly, as far as clickbait goes, um, yeah, I, I think people generally, um, you know, if you, I know that when I get click, clickbaited, I don't like it. I mean, it turns me off. Uh, and so if a video is the thumbnail is saying something that is not in the video or sensationalizes, you know, what's in the video or, or 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 any you know it just it doesn't want me to I don't click I won't click on it a second time anyway yeah you know, might get you might get me once <laughs> yeah you might get me one time but if you know if you're trying to grow a loyal audience and right and you know sustain them over time just just do yourself a favor and don't fall in that trap of of creating misleading or clickbaity be honest uh, you know or you know even sensational thumbnails uh, you know our titles are can can be too much but you know you obviously want to get their attention but you know. It's it's tricky not to step over that line. I think. Yes, and
1: make sure you have a you know twelve eighty by seven twenty, um, with a minimum uh, width of six hundred forty pixels, um, just so people can see uh, and it's clearer that way. Make sure it's uh, you know your text is readable. Um, a lot of times people use um, white text, red text, yellow text. Um, you know if it can stand out on a, on a cell phone, that's that's really really good. Absolutely. Um, you know, try and you know use your sixteen by nine aspect ratio. Obviously, twelve by twelve eighty by 720, 16 by nine, um, and most YouTube players and previews will be able to to read those. And like you said, with the clickbait, you know, you'll you'll get basically um, you know either a copyright or they'll shut your channel down if you have like nudity, obviously over the yeah, and decency, years, provided, right, right? Yeah, you know, hate speech, violence, uh, harmful, dangerous content that obviously doesn't belong on the platform anyway. Um, sick.
2: You know what I find very, very interesting and, and I, I don't like is when, when people use, you know, all caps and uh, exclamation points to, you know, emphasize their titles. It's it's really loud. It's like shouting at people, you know, and it's, it's part of, you know, I see a lot of that being done. I would recommend uh, you not do that. Okay. So um, you're saying
1: that I need to redo all the text on our, our podcast <laughs> ones. <laughs> Oh no
2: I think, no! I think I they're I all caps. <laughs> are they? Oh shoot! How many exclamation points do we have? <laughs>
1: no, I, have, I don't have any of those though. Don't use the exclamation point, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's just a. That's probably. I mean, it's just so overused, and it's just. It's like people shouting at you, and you know, after a while, it, it's just noise. It's just noise. I just. I don't even look at them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, to, and, and generally speaking, if you're if you're putting your video up on YouTube and you want to, you know, maximize your your reach, you know, you want to create thumbnails that and titles that are appropriate for a, a wide audience or as YouTube calls it a uh, advertiser friendly, mm-hmm. um, which basically means um, it's appropriate for all audiences. So, you know, if you're making thumbnails that are shocking or overly graphic, or like you said, sexually suggestive or, or something, it'll, it'll keep, you know, advertisers and, and people from, from uh, being able to see the content actually.
1: Yes, absolutely. And if you're short on ideas, you know, use the best frame of your video or, you know, just, get a relevant stock photo as a thumbnail or something that's related to what you're doing. That's not dishonest. And, you know, uh, also there's, there's a ton of free tools. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, if you go do a search on how to create the best thumbnails, you got, you know, Adobe's into it. You got, um, you know, app stuff all over Microsoft. You've got free tools. You've got ones that do AI to help you. They And most of those have templates that you can use, um, because it's important. I mean, there's, and then also, you know, look at look at uh, your favorite uh, YouTuber or, or your favorite channel that's doing extremely well. And look how they're doing their YouTube or their, their thumbnails for their videos. And, uh, you know, without ripping them off directly, you know, be inspired by those things and, and make something in, in kind of the same light
2: um, that would help up as well. Yeah. And if you're doing a series of stuff, make, make sure your thumbnails are consistent. You know, make sure they have a look to them that they're, you know, that's how you build your brand. You know, um, yeah, th- uh, you, uh, our uh, Home Depot has a really good uh, use of that.
1: Uh, you oh. know, they, they've got the orange across the bottom with the Home Depot. It's very consistent across their whole theme because they're orange. Uh, yeah, they, yep. they do it really well. Um, and there's other other obviously uh, tons of them out there that do the same thing. Uh, uh, we have a we have one obviously with our our logo that we've got on ours. But um, anyway, go ahead.
2: Uh, well, you know, so if your views, if your videos, you know, you've got some videos on YouTube, and they're they're not getting a lot of views, don't, don't be discouraged. Just, you know, it may not be like uh, the video itself. It, it could be that your thumbnail uh, just needs to be reworked. Uh, so, you know, if you spend a l- little bit of time, uh, you know, and there's a lot of, like you mentioned, there's a lot of good software packages out there. I know, you know, we use Photoshop. You know, it's not an endorsement, but it's 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 a very powerful program. Uh yes, you don't and
1: it has the ha- rule of thirds on it. Sorry, I didn't mean to j- jump on you. Has it oh automatically, thirds, huh? Has yeah, a grade right. you can actually
2: use from the pull down, yeah. That's that's really helpful. And uh, you know, you don't have to, you know it's a skill. It's a skill you have to build. It's not, you know, you don't, don't stress over it, but you know, it takes practice like anything else editing uh, images with the uh, software. I mean, they try to make it simple and there's some great tools that do make it kind of simple and, and they don't have to really cost a lot of money either. I mean, I, you know, we talked about uh, a few of them, but you know, Gimp is out there for free and it's just, it's, it's basically free Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know, yep, you don't I've need to pay it. an arm and a leg to do it, you know? Right. I've used it.
1: Well, hey, uh, any last words on that? Um, we're wrapping up.
2: You know, I, I would just say, um, you know, thumbnails is an art form. It's it's it, like like we were talking about. It. It's your movie poster, and if, the closer you can get mm-hmm. to, to having it become a movie poster for your movie or your video, uh, the better you're going to be. You know, just follow some of the 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 principles and techniques uh, we used uh, that we you know covered today, and. Um, you know, that uh, you talked about, you know, avoid placing something in the lower right-hand corner, you know, why is that? Well, that's what, because YouTube puts their logo there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it yeah. covers it up. So people yeah. wouldn't really know that. So that, that that's a, that's an important kind of thing. And so, you know, I, the last thing I guess I would say is, you know, make sure that, uh, you, you know, your video is, is clearly readable and, and it's, it's, it's easily understandable and, 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 you know, paints a, paints a, what is a thousand words with a, with a picture, you know, that's what you want.
1: Make it compelling, you know, attract more viewers. Definitely. for for Exactly. Exactly.
2: Well, we want to thank you for being with us uh, for our discussion today on, you know, why thumbnails are so important for your video and we, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, It's one of our favorite subjects and, and uh, we hope you learned a few things along the way as well. Um, You know, we told you what a thumbnail is and you learned why it's a great idea to have the best thumbnail you possibly can for your video. You know, you learned some uh, tips and techniques that, are used to create thumbnails, like the rule of thirds, um, to increase your video's click-through rate. We didn't really talk touch too much on the click-through rate, but that's how what YouTube uses to, uh, you know, to rate how good your video is uh, or how good your thumbnail is, anyway. Um, and uh, you know, we talked about some of the tools that you can use to get the job done right for some of your videos. Right, and that click-through rate also, you know, will increase the number of views that'll be
1: be viewing. They'll push up the algorithm and everything for your videos. So let's do a podcast on on that.
2: I think on, on YouTube and uh, YouTube videos. I think that'd be great.
1: Well, if you enjoyed this podcast or found it valuable in some way, please uh, just do us a favor and share it with a few of your friends. Uh, again, we do a brand new video or video podcast as well as uh, an audio podcast that's in uh, all the other audio po- uh, platforms right here every week. Um, We talk about different subjects relating to the business, art and craft of um, 3D, CGI, animation, digital VFX, as well as other interesting subjects that you uh, so graciously bring to our attention. Thumbnails. Yes. If if you've got a question uh, for the future subject you'd like us to discuss on one of our podcasts, uh, again, leave a comment in the section below if you're on YouTube or head over to our website at thecgbrails.com up to the about Us section and click on, ask us anything like Greg
2: L did. Yeah. Don't forget to hit the like button if you wouldn't uh, mind and and leave us a comment as well. We, We love to read through those. Um, Check out and subscribe uh, our YouTube to our YouTube channel, uh, where you'll be able to see some of the best short films uh, that have both CGI and live action and uh, animation in them. A lot of VFX based breakdowns too. Breakdowns as well, yeah, Um, as well as more podcasts and and, uh, other other great animated shorts. You know, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, you know, click the notification bell so you'll be notified as soon as we publish a new uh, podcast. And as a quick reminder, um, as Sean said. Check us out on, uh, on our audio versions of the podcast as well.
1: Well, we look forward to seeing you here back uh, next week uh, for a podcast number 2127. See you here next week.
0: That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, why are good thumbnails on my video so important? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching on YouTube or other social media, please give us a like and make a comment. If you haven't yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. And ring the bell, so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. You can contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends about this podcast series. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, how does editing affect the storytelling process? This has been episode 2126 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.